Chasing this money, it give me a rush. I am the shit and I still can't be flushed. Still in the six and I still can't be touched. Yeah. Raving rap bitches off until I make it crunch. Yeah. They think that I'm soft until I make it. I, I load up the chop of my legs to hold block up. If you feeling froggy, then leave. Yo, my creatives, what's going on? You already know when the high go, my creatives. This is season five. This is a season five finale of Cuts. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, Urban Technology, and Sports. Now, my creatives, I ain't going to hold you. This is going to be a definitely a different, different episode. Um, for sure, I got my home yet. Cool gal. You know, I got, I got, got the lovely Miss Cruz in the building. She's going to be hosting this episode but also too she, she's gonna be interviewing me i'm gonna be interviewed on my own platform and we're gonna chop it up how you doing miss Cruz? what's going on i'm good how are you i'm chilling you got the the lipstick popping it's cherry rosy red you got your butt. you know you know what the you you know what the favorite color is uh, right and you know how we do it you you know this is the bronx look yeah you got your little bronx Maybe with the bun and the Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bronx bun. Even though I got my Chicago, even though I got the Chicago Bulls hoodie on today, but it's all, all good. But I am honored to be on here interviewing you. You normally the one that's interviewing people, and I'm up here oh. on this special episode about to interview the you on the on the finale episode of that about to interview you on a topic that is um very dear. Mm-hmm your heart are very unfortunate but also I felt like this episode will help a lot of um, people that are going through this and going through what we're about to talk about so I will let you let your create your creatives and the people that are watching you know what the topic of this finale episode is going to be and then we'll just get right into these questions mm-hmm. yeah that's what's up man so my credits as you know um there's been there's been episodes where I talk about sparingly, but also too there's episode, there's guest appearance I've made where I've started opening it up more. So to y'all, um much I understand, um in the fourth quarter of twenty twenty one, you know, I lost my mom and around that time, you know, things was just real grim for me. You know, um relationships, um my career was definitely in question at the time. Like I just was willing to give up everything, you know, water, heat, gas, everything, you know, um, you know, it was just real, you know, disheartening and it came at a real bad time. Cause it was other things that was happening in the fourth quarter that really didn't need to happen. But, you know, my mom's passing was the, the coup de gras. It was definitely the, straw on the camel's back so you know so definitely my career is when i have this conversation in regards to you know when it comes to grieving of a lost one and um how does one you know do afterwards so yeah guys you guy with the question what, what we got what we got what we got what we got son so first question being what makes you not want to quit your career at or quit at this point in time in your career oh man um that's a great question. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's just the determination, the focus, the the years I put in. Um, you know, the you know, the blood, sweat, and tears. And just overall, um, you know, my love for doing this. You know, um, as I stated in the opening of this episode, um, uh, my mom's passing, I did want to give up on everything, you know. Um, and even knowing before my past, you know what I'm saying, um, not get, when I say give up everything, not even my own, not my own life, you know, because I already did that attempt before, you know, with the multiple suicide attempts where I was going through. But I can explain about that going on in this in this interview or in this episode. But um, just um, it was just the determining will. Like you know, once you know twenty twenty two hit, it was like yo, and just got ripping and running, you know, and um, that's why you know with this year, it's probably. On top is one of my best years, you know, um, since my award-winning years. Um, you know, just the feel of it. And it's overall just how I'm persevering after the death, you know. And I know uh, to some, I don't want them to think that, you know, this is the best thing to do, you know. Um, for me, it was different. For me, you know, um, not to say I, I don't have my moments where I don't miss my mom, 
or anything like that. Or there may be a pocket of time where, you know, I cry or I grieve or I may think about um, things I could have did different before she passed, right? But um, all in all, when you, you know, do your best and, and talk with the Lord and tap in spiritually and just, you know, you know in your heart, you know, the best that you did, you know, um, it's the easiest way to go forward, you know, but that was for me. And um, just everything that I do, uh, I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. I, you know, just giving my, I was almost giving my life away multiple times for what I do. So, you know, um, end all be all, you know, at this point, there really is no quit. There really is no stop. There's just going forward and continuously maintaining, you know, the best of what I so yes, we're, you know, yeah, we're, we're like fast like forward because you know a lot of things have happened. You, you've done so much, like you know, we're talking about. You've had fourteen-hour days where, like a lot of people may know, but some people may not know that during the day you do have another job, which is not in the entertainment. Yeah. You know, you're an educator during the day, so during the day you're in school with the kids, mm-hmm. being an educator, and then. Once you would get out of there, then your day pretty much took off and it was like a whole nother life because now you are, at that time, you was doing videography. Remember, you were doing music videos, you were shooting, um, you were traveling a whole lot. I mean, even up until current, but you've been traveling a whole lot with High 97 Hip Hop Gamer and doing content for him. Um, also making sure that you stay current and still, you had two, Podcast. not one, but two it's podcasts at the time, Oof, that and great. that at that, you had different. You had the two podcasts, which was cuts, which you're on now, which is just it's primarily you, but you also had your other podcast. Oh yeah, the and Rack. You had whole other the Remote Rack, and it had hosts on it as well. So now we're not only talking about it being a busy day from a day-to-day, but now you also got to incorporate other people's schedules. So not to mention, you were editing all the stuff yourself. So I say all that to get into this so that people can understand. I'm not trying to deflect from the topic that we're talking about, but they need to understand what it really looks like. Other than, you know, yeah, we see Remo Marac on Instagram and the posts that he makes. And, you know, he's always at these events. He's always has some type of content to put up. But on a regular daily basis, this is what you were doing. All still while life is happening. Yeah, my mind. And, and you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that was crazy. Like, a lot of people don't be understanding it. Like, um, during those times, um, I was really hiding what I was really going through only because I didn't want for me, I didn't want people to change their emotions with me, even even with my lady. You know what I'm saying? My, mm-hmm. my lady knows what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was it was just hard because I didn't. The reason why I didn't want to really say anything per se was because I know a lot of people, and it's not a lot of people, like a good vast majority of people, you know, look to me as that guy that that that's that's strong minded. That's you know, a go-getter that's, you know, um, straight to it, a straight shooter, you know, I, you know, how can I handle pain? Or if if pain happens, oh, he can handle it, he got it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to lie, I had it, but it was just like, it was very challenging. You know, it was very challenging to balance the emotions. I had to balance that, seeing my mother declining. I had to balance okay, I got to get focused on my brand. I had to be balanced with educating the youth and then even my relationship with my lady. I had to balance that, you know, um, and to some degree, I'm not going to lie, I could say it did affect my relationship per se because um, me doing the horse goggles for what I do, right? I could, I have a tendency of at times like blocking out a lot of things. And, you know, I always want my lady to know, um, or I always wanted her to know, you know, 
yes, I wanted to be as leading and demanding, you know, leading and forefront for us out of the relationship, but there were times where, you know, I was I wasn't allowing myself to be vulnerable, right? Because not to say that I didn't trust her with my feelings, but it was more so like I didn't want her to feel like she had to be at my side all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that to her or for that matter of her to say I didn't want the emotional support, but you know, there were times where I want I wanted it and needed it, but in the same token, I was like, all right, I just gotta man up and just really get this handled. You know. Um then also too, um just witnessing your mom kind of declining in front of you. It was a that was a big mental challenge. Cause that was something I never witnessed before. Like there was times with her, you know, if she got through, she got through, you know, one of the biggest fighters I know got through, she got through, but this one was different because I'm witnessing it in front of my face. And then it's like, okay, with the students, I gotta be Mr. Tyson with entertainment. I have to be remote rack, right? And I'm not gonna lie, it was oof, it was it was a big challenge. <laughs> it was it was a big challenge. It's I mean, it's it's a it's it's challenging. I think also like um I wanna say also I think as far as um I'm trying to word it the right way. At, while this is happening and your mom is declining and these things are happening, you know, because, you know, we've known each other for over 20 years, you know, it's about 20 years, you know, that we've known each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and, um, you know, always been supportive. You know, we've always talked throughout different periods and points of, of our lives of what's happening and things like that. And, you know, I think that during this period of time for you, it it's it was it's of course it's always gonna be sad, mm-hmm. you know, and it was on it, it was sad, but at the same time, it was crazy to see because your career, like at this time that you're watching your mom decline, your career was taking off, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a balance. Right. So with the balance with your mom was going down, but yet your career in the entertainment industry, it just like, and I don't mean like it just went like slowly, gradually, it pivoted. Yeah. So how do you feel that, you know, honestly, how do you deal with that on the everyday? Like, it, I know it has affected your scheduling. Um, we talked about that then your everyday. But how has it changed? How has your mom changed you with her passing? Oh, man. Um, I think, first and foremost, um, before she had declined, declined, or whatever, um, there was a year, I think it was like 2019, you know, I went to her house, went to go visit her and everything, and she had told me about these two questions, you know, um, what is your commitment and what is your conviction? You know, cause my mom was heavily a spiritual woman and she was heavily, you know, into the Bible and, and heavily into God. And, you know, she noticed with me that like a difference in my energy. Cause I, I think around that time I was feeling perplexed in a sense, even though I was, you know, things were starting to slowly go up, but, um, I was perplexed in a sense because I didn't feel the longevity was going to be set, right, in what I was doing. It's kind of weird. Like, you don't really know how to test that. But, um, you know, once she had told me mm-hmm. that, once she had told me those words, those those questions, you know, going to 2020, it was like, I, I, I you know, anytime I felt it, I felt something questioning. 
I'd say, you know, what's your commitment? What's your conviction? What's your conviction? What's your commitment? And I just like, you know, shake out of it and I just, you know, keep going. So, you know, to answer that question, that, um, also too, um, not to sound negative or not to sound mean, but, you know, my empathy kind of went with my mom six feet under. Not to say that I'm not empathetic, but I, I, I was heavily empathetic. You know what I'm saying? Certain things I would, you know, really take patience with and understand it and, you know, um, you know, do my best to like, ah, man, wow, not this time. You know, I'm, you know, things with me, it's like, you know, if, if it's cool, it's out of my control. I can't, I can't dwell upon the empathy of, of the situation or situations. You know what I'm saying? I got to go forward. You know, she's not here. You know, I have pretty much, you know, my lady and I have a couple of a few friends. That's about it. You know, I don't have her in a sense to like kind of get the check-ins and mental, mental check-ins and everything like that. Um, also too, just vigorously, I'm not taking no for an answer, you know, not to say I took no for an answer and that's what it was. And I let it know. It's just this, I'm like, I'm like, it's just your views. Your views have changed, you know, like your views change. I mean, I don't, I don't personally know what it is for, um, cause my mom is still living. Um, but I can, the only thing I can say is like, my mom tells me like, you know, with my mom and, and my grandmother, when my grandmother passed, my mom just says that it's a void that no one can ever fill. Cause you can never, um, if you only get one mother, you know, one, one mother, one father, you can never duplicate, mm-hmm. you know, and a mom, mother's love, like you can never duplicate it. You can never replace her. Um, definitely, I, I totally, you know, understand, you know, I always tell you, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. I know that it was, it was something that they, there's no time frame of when someone can grieve, you know, you, you just, it, it happens throughout time. Um, I know that with a lot of people and a lot of, you have a lot of viewers and you put out a lot of stuff. I know people were wondering, like, well, even when you talked about it briefly, like, wow, like he just continued moving. But some people don't understand that sometimes you need to keep yourself busy or keep yourself doing certain things right. in order for you not to sit and dwell upon it. You know, and dwell, and dwell upon it. I'm sure that, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm positive that every day you think about it, every day, you know. Although, you know, the good thing about it was that you got deeper into going you know reading the word and and you had got deeper into you know having a your own spiritual relationship with god where Mm -hmm. you know you were able to through him he's always gonna you know heal you and protect you Mm -hmm. but you were able to cast everything that you're feeling onto him so it made it it it's never gonna be easy right but in the sense the fact that you have that relationship with God, at least you feel and you know that your mom may not physically be here, but you can feel that she's still around you. Yeah, I definitely, you know, I definitely got to thank my lady for that. Like, um, just around the time of uh, the pandemic, you know, this is like in the summer, I think around like um, late August, early September, you know, she, she came out of nowhere with it. She was like, um, came out of nowhere with it. She was like, oh, so what's your connection to God? She, she came with it. <laughs> you know, and we was having a normal conversation. She sound like she was, she sound like she very direct. Yeah, now nah, she, yeah, she was direct on that day. Like, we was, talking, I think it was, we was joking around and, and watching movies together or something. I, I know, I know, yeah, we was definitely doing that. We was, we was watching movies and we was watching something. And I can't, I don't know the exact movie, but I know we was watching something. And, you know, we was, you know, as, yeah, I don't know, but I'll let you know, you know, I'm in a long distance relationship with my lady. So, you know, we have our moments where we have, you know, date night and watching movies and stuff like that together. So this particular day, I guess God was talking to her head and God told her to, put the full court pressure on me about spirituality 
and accountability of it. And I'm not gonna lie, that at that moment I had to decide either I'm you know, is Kareem going am I gonna am I gonna give a Kareem answer or I'm gonna give a Remo answer. You know, and um oof, that that was that was a <laughs> that was a pivotal decision I had to make. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, cause um and around that time I was gearing to tap in, you know, regardless, because, you know, her and I also would have, like, many discussions about it, but, I don't know, I think on that day, she just had to lay the, the hammer down, like, yo, listen, this relationship is going to be what it is, or we're going to be in this relationship, you know, you got to step up your spirituality, you got to, you got to be connected with God somehow, some way, and I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I gained even more, respect. I already had respect for it, but that day was, like, another bar level of respect because it was like, wow, all right. You know, not say that women before, you know, they didn't challenge me on it, but this was like intimate. This was like do or die. Like <laughs> she took it to a, yeah, like she took it to another level with you, but yeah. you know, you have to like honestly understand, you know, and um I know like for I'm assuming for her, right? she had this conversation with you. Um, it is always important because I, you know, like for myself, I can mm-hmm. only speak for me. I can't speak for, you know, you, you or your girlfriend or, but for me, I feel like having a relationship, you have to have at the end of the end all be all, you need to have a relationship with God and it needs to be even your individual relationship. And I say all that, to, and I agree with her because on the in the even in this situation, mm-hmm. um, it has helped. It, it, I I've seen as being your friend, you know how it has helped you through this time because this has been super hard, mm-hmm. and um, that leads into my next question. You know, mm-hmm. um, because of the because of the timing. Um, and it happened during COVID. We're already dealing, we were already dealing with um, COVID and not being able to go outside and, pe- you know, like just everything, every being, everything being on shutdown mode. And COVID happened. So you were heavily still out there and <laughs> doing your, you know, what you needed to do. You were being careful. But then even during COVID, right? You were filming a movie. Yeah. yeah. So let's 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 get into you know and let's talk a little bit about it because I you know I said I would come on here and I would interview you. Right. And but I, I it's a delicate topic, so we're not gonna dive all the way in, but we just want to briefly talk about how did COVID affect the passing of your mom. Um. Well, pretty much, you know, my mom already had ailing um, symptoms and situation. Oh, well, ailing issues and stuff like that. And um, just to touch on it, because it's, you know, still sensitive in a sense. Um, unfortunately, she had to be put to a COVID room because she unfortunately had it. And um, it just spiked everything, you know. Um, that's, I mean, it's real vivid, you know, I, I kind of remember that night and everything, and, um, I, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was gut-wrenching, it was heart-wrenching, and, um, just witnessing, you know, what I saw, and, um, I was praying, kept praying, kept praying, I'm not gonna lie, after I, I visited her, you know, I kissed her, and, you know, I really, you know, said what I said, I said my piece to her and everything. Not saying that I thought something was going to happen right there and then, but um, you know, um, it was a it was it was a difficult type of thing. You know what I'm saying? It was difficult to witness it. You know, after everything that I witnessed ahead of it. You know, um, you know, after I left out, you know, I was leaving the hospital and I'm, I know I'm in the hallway crying profusely and um. But I'm smiling in a sense because 
I know she did everything she could, despite of you know it was, a, it was more things that was happening while I was while the, the, the decline. But I don't want to stress that. But um, I know she did. Everything Your she mom was a strong woman. She did. She she really hung in there. You know, like because her her health was declining. But even with COVID, you know, like with COVID happening, um, you know. Of course, when a person can, has COVID, if they have other, they may have other ailments or other things that are going to going happening to them, health wise, and COVID just makes it more extreme, you right. know. But your mom, she was a strong woman. Yeah. You know, she was a very strong woman. She was, you know, and um. Yeah. And she was still, even though she, even though her health was declining, and she was, she was, you know, she still had her moments where she'd be funny with you. Yeah, the kinda, and cracking jokes, and yeah. or still, or still being still firm. She still wanted to let you know, like, yeah, I'm still here, <laughs> yeah, I'm still here, right? Yeah, there was a couple times in those moments, and um, you know, um, I know I'm outside the hospital. I had to wipe my tears and just. You know, before I got on the bus to go home, you know, I deeply just talked to God. You know, I told him, to give me, you know, going forward after that, just say, you know, give me as much strength as possible to go forward. And I believe, you know, he did. You know, even when she passed, you know, that's this is what's happening right now. And, um, you know, talking with God every day and, you know, really um, doing what I can to continue strengthening my spirituality, strengthening my anointment in a sense. And um just really um doing what I can to make sure my heart is pure, my heart is open, my heart is not condemned of anger and pain and the voidness and um really doing what I can, even speaking to others, you know, um to the people that's watching, to my prayers that's watching. You know, this isn't an episode to be braggadocious and say, hey, be like me. This is my remedy. It's going to work for you. You know, there's no remedy for somebody grieving. You know, even when I missed out of work for multiple days, like multiple weeks, and um, there was one student that kind of kept my hopes up as far as, like, wanting to still teach. You know, I'm not going to say her name on here, but um, she had was the only one I was in the class because at the time she's the one that, had, that was vaccinated and the other students, they weren't vaccinated, right? And um, I guess that bonding time with her when I came back, and this was like around like a little bit before Christmas, I came back and um, I don't know, it was, it was like, she was like my real work daughter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the bond that we had and we're talking and that kind of helped my happiness a little bit. And then um, we had the Christmas break and then coming back, you know, um, definitely felt different because, you know, my students, you know, it was just coming, you know, coming at me with it. And at that time, I'm like, I'm just grieving my mom. So it's like, yo, they was getting, they was getting up. They was getting the evil side of me. You know, and I'm not bragging about that. I'm just being real. They was getting the evil side of me, you know, and I rah, just coming at them like. And don't get me wrong. Yes, they would be. I mean, you're not normally like that, but no, I wasn't. Yeah, you know, I wasn't normally like that. But yo, I ain't gonna hold you. Like earlier this year, up until maybe summer school, with my day job, I was just woof. And I apologize to them, you know, because the youth, you know, I, yeah, as I tell you and I tell others, you know, I'm my oldest to the youth when I do this, um, being an educator or, or being a city worker for education because, you know, they help my happiness come back at a time where, you know, I, I could have not been here. Speaking of identity, I didn't anywhere, I could have been dead, you know. So um, I say that to say, you know, it was it was affecting me tremendously, you know. Um, but somehow, some way, you know, talking to God and just staying staying the course and still, you know, getting back, 
getting back, getting back. And even now this year, the school year is different because I was able to do summer school at another school and really go back and work on my happiness again. And, um, you know, and children always bring happiness. Oh yeah, they do. And the kids are working where if they were more of special needs, you know, some were high functioning autistic, some were low functioning autistic, but you know, it, it, it brought joy to me, you know, it brought greatness to me, it brought joy to me. And, you know, I did cry sometimes, but it was cries of happiness because, you know, I felt the me, the happy me coming back again. And um, even now with the six grades I got this year, it's so dope. It's so amazing just working with them and just really, um, and I ain't gonna lie, I did cry the other day because one of my seventh graders was going mm-hmm. through something. And um, even though the teacher and her friend did talk, I did come over because I did feel bad because I did, you know, have a heart, you know, I felt, her pain when she was going through and I talked to her and I told her, you know, told her a few things. I told her, Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not perfect either. You know, I'm an adult. I'm not perfect, but I do the best I can to be at my best. And I do that, you know, talking with God and, you know, I love all y'all. You know, I try to hold my tears while I said that because, you know, I was feeling it. I told him, I said, I love all y'all. Even though, yes, y'all disrespect me. Y'all come at me wrong. Or you know, <laughs> they be coming at you crazy. <laughs> crazy, you know, but all, all in all, you know, I still love you at the end of the day. And the best thing I told them was, you know, I told them with Genesis with um David and Saul. You know, God told, you know, David, um Saul has a heart. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of his darkness, you know, Saul has a heart. And you gotta you gotta still treat him the same way regardless. You know, so that's why I told the kids, you know, and um, I'm not going to lie, I, I sat in my normal spot where I sit at, I zipped up my hoodie and I cried and, I, you know, I was taking God because I know that I know the change. I see the change mm-hmm. and I feel the change and, um, you know, it's like, wow, I see why you, why you don't want me stopped. You know, um, and even too, just looking at life, you know, and itself, and itself. how it, and how it has changed. So, like, how do you view death for life? You know, um, how do you view death for life differently now after your mom has passed? Um, just you know, I just worry about me. I don't try to judge people. I don't not try. I don't want to judge people. I do my best. Even though I'm in the industry, I'm in a with media where, you know, judgment has to come play, you know, as far as I need, you know, reviewing music and seeing if this is good, if that's good, but when it comes to people in life, I just don't try to judge them. I don't want to judge them. You know, that's not my, it's not, I I judge me. You know, I I stick to me. You know, um, and even, I ain't gonna lie, you know, my lady knows too, like, I know we was going through our things and everything and I had to let her know, like, you know, we getting back together, we gonna do this. Yo, I'm not I'm not the same Kareem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm not the same Kareem. I'm not the the one that was heavily empathetic and I and I mm-hmm. you know, I and I'm afraid to lose you if if I lose you and I had to let her know straight up, yo, this isn't the same Kareem. This is a whole different Kareem. A whole different you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and it has, and it's changed, it's changed, um, your way of thinking and looking at death and looking at life and, mm-hmm. and, you know, even now because of how your career and everything has taken off. So now what is self-care, de- self-care days? What they, what do they mean to you? Cause I mean, did you know what self-care days were at that point in time? Cause I mean, you were, you were ripping and running so much. He has so much going on that, I think everybody used to ask you, like, at what time do you sleep? Because you're always constantly well, doing something. I mean, I, I be, I be so what does a self-care day now mean to you as a creator? Right. Well, here's the thing. Um, the secret is that I take naps. So, you know, um, I take a lot of naps. <laughs> That's the secret. But self-care days this year, I learned that so much. Mm-hmm. It was so imperative. 
And also, too, once I, you know, shout out to my man, Wade, you know, Wade Green, when I got my producer for cuts, yo, my schedule kind of opened up uh, some more to to where I could fit in self-care days. So, yo, those self-care days, man, uh, man, I wish I would have had those back in the days. Those are the best days in the world. Like, just to go to a restaurant and go in a corner and be to me or some like scenery area like a high like the high line or I'm going down to Battery Park and I have like a newspaper or orange and I'm just looking into the water. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, self care even too, what about what about even self care as far as some people need a self care day where they're just at home, not doing absolutely nothing. Not oh yeah, that was like, happening not, a lot too. At, not answering emails, not yeah. answering phone calls, not having to worry about getting on a text message. Oh. Like you know, because you you really in a you know even with looking in on social media, but even talking you know because of course we're friends outside of social media. You have a lot of time now where you are not only just going to like these dope places and, and, you know, have a nice scenery, but also just that time to disconnect from social media because so much of the entertainment as far as from what it was back in the day, mm-hmm. remember a lot of that, we didn't have social media back in the day. Now everything is through social media. So you have to go out, do what you're doing, still be on the live, still be filming, still be putting pictures up, still be putting posts. Yo. So to come home and be like, or to say, hey, I, you know what? I'm just today. I'm gonna take a self care day where I'm not gonna answer any messages. I'm not gonna do absolutely nothing. I pick up the phone. I'm gonna go ahead and maybe watch what you wanna watch or um, sing whatever song you wanna sing, and not have to listen to what everybody else is asking you to, you know, sing or do. Yo. How does that feel? Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I knew it was real. Because hold on, quick side note real quick. Because we also got to remember that you're an educator. So when you're in school, kids are pulling you in a different direction as well. Yo. So you're constantly going. Yo, y'all, yo, y'all really don't be understanding, man. Like, people, the one thing I used to get real annoyed with was... People were thinking I was doing this shit for a hobby. You know what I'm saying? My entertainment career. They thought I was doing this shit for a hobby. And I'd be like, yo, y'all don't understand. I don't like talking all the time. Like, I, I know I have to communicate, but I don't like talking because I talk for 18 to 19, almost 20 hours a day. Like, you know, like this is like no, mm-hmm. this is like no B, this is like no BS. This is like a thousand percent. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a thousand percent true. Kids, the students, entertainers, my business partner. Shout out to DJ Shakes, Worldwide Sound Records. Mm-hmm. See the shirt. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Chase. Talking to my lady. Shout out to her too. She got to be a yeah. dope woman. I know. The Hopefully, deal. one day you have her up on. Uh, maybe one day you'll be able to have her up on your um podcast, and we'll all be able to. Oh, sometimes see who she is and speak with her. Sometimes she's closer than you think, but you know that we, we but no. But <laughs> now you're gonna have people diving. Look, now you're gonna be having people diving into your social media because you know they just be taking dips. I but I mean, it is what it is. It's part of you. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's not, you know so. We want to know what's going on with, with Remo Marat or just, you know, Kareem. So now, like, even with the, after the self-care days, right? Mm-hmm. Who would you say was your supporting cast? Oh, um, definitely. During your mother's passing. Um, shout out to DJ Chase. Um, DJ Chase, my lady, um, Watching old wrestling videos of Stone Cold Steve Austin—that's a fact. Um, the self-care days, support system, God. Can't forget God. Can't forget the Lord. 
Um, and just, I gotta say, shout out to the students. Even though I was like, I don't, but there were ones that were making me be at ease. Like, all right, you gotta be Mr. Tyson. You gotta guide them. You gotta, you know, lead them. So, you know, that's the best answer I could give you as far as um, my supporting cast that was helping me through these times. So I think we're going to get into this last question. And my last question was, what were your other aspects that made you go harder for you than ever in 2022? Yo, I go, hold you, yo. There was a lot of people, there was some people, not a lot, there was some people just talking in the scenes, like writing me off. That shit, and you know me, like, you see me on the back, you see me on the basketball courts in the hood, like, when so shit to me, I just turn this shit the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with this industry. Like there was cats, there was some people just writing me off, crazy, crazy. And I'm just like, well, if I ask for certain things, like, hey, let me let me host your event. You know, nah, you know, I don't know. You're not doing nothing. You're not doing much. I said, word. But I bet you now they all up in your in your messages, all trying to get you to oh, do all uh, these type of know, events. The, you know, not to mention because before, remember before you were doing these events and some of them you were doing it, and you had to get on there and be like, you know what, my time. Because remember, I remember a time when you was just like, yo, your time is time is money. Like at the end of the day, and you know oh, you had to go up there, and I was like, one day I just came across your story. I was like, yo, let me not let him real quick and see what he's talking about. Because in this story, he's talking about now. You you sound like you was big mad in the, in the message, but then I was like, you know what? It makes sense. You spend all these hours because you know we look at it as viewers, right? We see that we see what you put out and the content that you put out. But what a lot of people don't realize is that behind when what you didn't have a producer back then so when you get home you had to do all the editing yep. and the editing probably takes longer mm-hmm. than you actually filming and i mean it is longer than you filming or doing whatever it is that you have to do so this is hours upon hours of getting audio right the visual right you know putting the stuff together and then when it comes in terms of like let's say you know everything has a timeline but even like with hip-hop gamer right with 197 hip-hop gamer it's a it's a timeline but it's not only him that you're presenting it to you know you have to also yeah yeah so at that time i was like oh you know i i read it and and then i had that's when we had that conversation that one day i was like yo what's going on like you know you told me yeah you know like I think that a lot of people taking me for advantage, you know, like I, you know, I'm, I'm being super nice and, and coming out and doing these things. And some people, you know, they take my time as a joke. So where you have artists or you have um, people that are going to come to interview you, or you're going to do something with, and then at last minute they cancel. So. Yeah. I was there. That joint was crazy. And then, like I said, it was just to write me off. So I'm, to paint the picture, like I'm, this is like 2020, this is 2022, first quarter, and I know how first quarter goes. So I'm like, all right, you know, it's going to be open in a sense because people are gearing up for their projects and, you know, and events and da 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 da. I'm like, all right, you know, I've, I've got a good rapport with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no bad rapport with me. There's no, you know, you're going to get a fake story about Remo Marap or, oh, you know, Nah, you can't do business with Remo. Remo's shady. Remo, like, it's like, yo, I got a good rapport. So I'm going to people that I'm, now I'm know mm-hmm. and I understand and I know well for X amount of years. Like, hey, could I, mm, I don't know. Man, I kept getting that, getting that. I'm like, Chase is like, yo, don't even worry about that. We, we, we going to do that. And, that. and that's when the tour happened. So the Independent Rich tour happens. That's my first tour I'm ever on in my career. Now, mind you, I've been in the, I've been in the game for 16 years. This is my first tour. Oh, man. Guest appearance here. Guest hosting here. Hosting here. You know, going with Chase. Like, Chase was doing DJ, and I had no problem being second wheel and helping him out or t- mic test or be the open MC for now until the host got there or whatever. And, you know, and also, too, like, the movies started coming around. And, um, 
you know, and the and the TV shows started coming around, and you know, the more exclusive events started happening, and my names on art and VIPs, and I skip lines, and or I get accommodated, and just recently, mm-hmm. you know, my parents on a on a on a national TV show, I'm getting car service to the studio and back home, and you know what I'm saying? It's just now it's like di- di- certain different things. It's like happening now so it's like yeah like if you want me you got you got to pay for that you know what i'm saying hey and there ain't no hate to tell it that's just business like you got to pay for that so you know the ascension is it's only up it's only up from here like yeah, the ascension is you get to you know it's happening so what can we expect moving forward you know what can we expect from you in 20 20- Twenty three, well, late twenty twenty three, early twenty twenty three. Well, right now, um, shout out to Zuboro. Um, I'll be on season two of their web series. Um, I, pl- I portray a detective named Detective Anderson. There's a TV pilot that I'm on called Ice Dealer. They're in talks with uh, Hulu and Netflix about possibly picking up their series. But that, but was shocking. I just found out the other day. The series won an award, so you know, being part of the, being a part of that, you know, is pretty cool to know. That's definitely um, awesome. Um, what else? The uh, the um, the television appearance, the network television appearance I made on uh, with my favorite with my favorite football. Yes, um, yes, Michael yes, Strahan. Yes, as he was a guest on the Drew Barrymore show. So, oh, that, might I say he's a giant? He was he's the best Giants football player. All right, hey, listen. I'm not taking that away. Listen, we're not doing that. Listen, listen, right, we're not doing that. We can save that. We can save that for another episode. But um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, yeah, nah. And then um, another movie called Un- Unpredictable um, Currents. I'm in that. Um, the uh, the Cupcake Diaries. I'm actually gonna be filming well production on that. Going on production for that this past this weekend coming up. And um and the main one that I'm really 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 pushing on to really take me over the curve or set the curve right is Junie Junie the movie directed by KJ uh written by and executive produced by KJ Mann mm-hmm. and uh, directed by my man Scripps uh Quad Script Fraser you know what I'm saying dope movie um definitely working with a dope actress in the making. She's well, not in the making. She will be a dope actress. Her name is Kamiko Jackson. She's fly. I'm not gonna lie to you. She's and oh yeah, I forgot to mention too. Uh, as far as my support system, the the production staff and the cast of Junie the movie, like that move that project alone, no. be, you know, get through. They were understanding. Um, I think I haven't. I didn't haven't really really broke down the details to them. About my mother's mm-hmm. death, I, they do know, you know, when I took time away that, you know, my mother's past, you know, uh, about there was a major passing in my family. So they don't know the details, but there's interviews I've said it over and over, you know, that I got to give them shout outs tremendously because, you know, they really not only motivated me to be the actor I should, I can, I was to be on that movie, but also to mm-hmm. just the love and passion that everybody had and what we're going for. And it was building my strength tremendously in that. So, you know, definitely Junie, the movie, I can't wait for people to see that. I don't care how long they took with the productions that, that doesn't even matter to me. The fact that what they're doing to build up this masterpiece is going to be epic. I can't wait for the premiere to drop. You know, um, I really want everybody in the building for that. Hell, even my lady. I, I, I want. I really, 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 really want my lady in the building for that because, you know, she was there talking with me. You know, as I'm letting her know, hey, I got to be on this movie, Junie. I was letting her know about it and everything. You know, and um, just overall, just um, I just want. That's amazing. Yeah, I just want the. I just want the world and the people in my circle and people in many circles of the cast members and the production staff alone just to really see the talent on the screen, you know? So that's what I got going for 2023. You know, that's what I got in store. Well, so. that's amazing. Um, and, I, and of course, much success because it's only been going up from here. So I, I 
see that we're just gonna be taking a steer in your career and go towards more just acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you'll still have your cuts podcast, and you know, of course, you'll yeah. still be doing media, but it'll be more acting, which is pretty awesome. I am gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Yes, because yes, number one, you know, I am not. Like I'm honored that you asked me to do this interview. Yes, for I'm, you. I'm blessed because um, Lord. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I just have to say this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful and I'm glad that we had the discussion uh, a few weeks ago about having doing your finale for your your show and to talk about a topic like this because um, you know it's real, you know, and sometimes. It's not just with you, but I've know you know I've I've seen that a lot has happened during COVID, and a lot of people are doing that topics like you know, especially passing, you know, of a parent or a loved one, and we have come during COVID to, you know, during something so tragic that has had pandemic where we close off, and you know, having just someone to talk about it because of mental health because of being able to let it out and not just sit and say well I'm going to keep it to myself and not let no not pe- let people know what's going on and there's other people that are going through the same situation as you so having someone to come on a public platform to talk about it you mm-hmm. know for me was an honor for you to ask me to do it and you know I'm not a, a very public person you know I don't and this is not me. I'm. You're the one that always asking all the questions on your podcast. You know, I'm always going to support you. Very proud of you and happy for you and your success. Um, and thank you for allowing me to give the give you know ask you these questions. It's such a delicate you know topic. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. My creatives. Let me give this big shout out to y'all. I thank you for this season, season five, as it's coming to a close, coming to it, as it is coming to an end with this episode. Um, not to say I'll be gone away forever, but you know, I will have to continue focusing with the acting. As I mentioned about these projects, give much, much, much shout outs to Miss Cruz. Um, big ups to Wade Green for amazing, amazing work on the productions for this season. I'll give my shout-outs to my creatives. I'm reaching out and putting my hands out. I'm reaching out. Yes, I'm, I'm disappearing in the reach-out. But I'm reaching out. And um, just overall, I want everybody to take heed and understand what Cuts was for. You know, it's for those creatives to take heed of these stories of the people that are creatives, including myself, to really implement them within your life and as well as your creations. And on that note, my creatives... You know when yes, the yes. go, you heard it's PTC. Ah, it's pound that chest. Come on, man. I love y'all. Thank you. You already know what I'm going to say. It's the two up, the hands over the eyes. We off this. Peace. <laughs>